Welcome to a brand new episode of Dollars, Dirhams and our two financial cents. Today's episode is on UAE federal corporate tax and we are here to get an expert view from our guest today. We have with us Mr. Onali Merchant. Onali Merchant is an associate director with the tax and regulatory practice at MMJS Consulting based out of Dubai. He has more than 10 years of core tax experience. Since his arrival in 2015, he has helped businesses in UAE and GCC with tax implementation, compliance and advisory, litigation, VAT and excise. He has been a key speaker on multiple platforms for tax related topics. Welcome to this episode. Mr. Thank Merchant. you for having me. Mr. Merchant, our first question today is what is tax? Why corporate tax and why now? So, um tax can be a very com uh, very complicated term. Uh, but to sort of uh, dump it down, uh, tax is basically a compulsory levy which is recovered by governments across the world uh, to fund uh, uh, their public expenditure. Uh, taxes generally take two forms: one is a uh, indirect tax, which is in the form of a VAT mm-hmm. or a GST or a goods and uh, service tax, uh, excise, a customs. uh basically the cost of uh, doing trade and uh the other side of uh, the spectrum is a direct tax mm-hmm. which includes uh, a corporate tax or a personal in income tax or uh any other allied laws which regulate the income and capital of an individual um why a corporate tax now is uh basically uh i feel that uh, it is about time mm-hmm. that uh, the uae became more regulated uh, and uh, that is why a corporate tax is being announced uh, in the uae the announcement came on 31st jan 2022 um and it's part of a larger uh, you know initiative by the organization of economic cooperation and development sure of which the uae is a uh, is a part of the inclusive uh, framework of uh, that particular uh, initiative which is known as the beps initiative okay. uh, beps stands for base erosion and profit uh, shifting and um, there have been indications since as early as 2016 mm-hmm. that uh, taxes uh, in some form or the other would uh, sort of uh, be implemented in uh, the uae uh, based on plans to integrate uh, the uae into the larger global economic forum right so from what i understand um, uae is one of the last uh, countries in the gcc to implement corporate tax we already have corporate tax in some of the other gcc countries of course yes uh, so we've had uh, uh, you know a corporate tax uh, at the federal level mm-hmm. uh, in all uh, gcc countries except the uae and bahrain um it's a very l- little known fact that there has been a corporate tax in uh, the uae at the emirate level in dubai sharjah and abu dhabi um which is currently applicable only to certain oil and gas uh, com- companies and branches of for foreign banks so uh, an income tax or a corporate tax is not a new uh, you know law to come into uh, the uae as such but yes uh, uh, a corporate tax law which is coming at the federal level will be some will be something new So so from what i understand from what you're saying is that we've already had a corporate tax law but it has been on an emirate level and it's not been applicable to most companies most of uh, most business. businesses at present yes yes okay. that is co- uh, uh, correct 
so what do we know about the new tax laws what is do we have uh, any details or is it still uh, you know up for discussion so uh, of course uh, uh, whether it is up for discussion or not uh, that remains to be seen mm-hmm. uh, what we do know is uh, that on 31st jan 2022 uh, the federal tax authority and the ministry of finance the ue minister of finance released uh, two documents uh, one was a flyer okay which contained 11 statements on mm-hmm. what the ue federal corporate tax will look like okay and uh, the other document is a set of 31 frequently asked a questions which is on the ministry of finance website which sort of give you a very high level overview okay. of what is the intention of bringing uh, or how the ue federal corporate tax will work right uh, uh, it does not give you uh, insights or details into the what provisions would be contained in the law itself okay. but it does give you Uh, an idea of what will be taxed how it will be taxed and uh, what would be the you know exemptions tax incentives given to uh, businesses which are sub- subject to corporate tax so to give you an example um, the faqs and the uh, flyer mm-hmm. they both say that uh, the standard corporate tax uh, in the uae will be at 9 a percent and okay. uh the federal corporate tax will be applied on a slab basis what i mean by uh, slab basis is that taxable income mm-hmm. uh, up to 8375000 would uh, would be subject to a corporate tax okay. at the rate of 0% mm-hmm. and any income above that a threshold would be subject to corporate tax at 9% the uh, faqs also say that uh, uh large multinational entities uh which have a global revenue uh of euro 750 million and above okay could be subject to a higher corp- corporate tax rate now this is in line with uh, the proposals uh, uh set out by the OECD under the BEPS 2.0 initiative is this what they call the global minimum tax yes this is what they call the uh the global minimum tax and if uh, you have tracked uh, you know uh, news reports back in july 2021 uh, uh, there was a statement that was released by the oecd which sort of uh, which is known as the beps 2.0 two pillar a solution okay in which uh, uh, this is a part of pillar 2 in which uh, it is proposed that uh, there should be a global minimum tax base or a global minimum tax rate okay. of 15% applicable to multinational entities which are operating in multiple uh, jurisdictions above a revenue threat threshold of 750 million now this was um, you know signed off by the uae and a bahrain and also it was endorsed by uh, uh, another 149 countries across the world okay so i mean from what i understand so corporate tax generally uh, or tax in any form is looked at very negatively um you know i mean nobody likes paying taxes you know everyone says you know death and taxes are two things you can't avoid Definitely. so you know it's always got a negative uh, sort of uh, you know view to it but there is also the other side to it where corporate tax is viewed as something that will bring more legitimacy and could add an impetus to the uae economy is there any truth to that can you can you shed some um, light on that so on both counts i would tend to agree with you um now let's take it 
now let me give you a couple of examples to ex, uh, you know explain my thoughts um of course tax is viewed negatively because it directly impacts uh the person that is paying it so in the case of an indirect tax uh, say a value added tax vat which is 5% uh, in the ue right. as uh, you know as of now the end consumer bears that cost so right. in essence his purchase price has increased by 5 a uh, percent in the case of a corporate tax uh the tax is applied on the taxable income and or capital gains of a particular business mm-hmm. uh which is c- currently contemplated in the uae and hence his take home mm-hmm. is reduced by 9% right of course since it is optically visible the 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 general perception is that it's a cost to me right however even if uh, uh, you know taxes were not there uh any government would need revenue for public expenditure mm-hmm. so they would recover this revenue from you in in the form of fees correct or any other uh, levies or uh, government service uh, uh, charges uh to give you an example of this is uh, tax residency cert certificates while it 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 was with the ministry of finance not too long ago uh these the uh, you know statutory charge for issuing a tax residency certificate was 10000 dirhams right that has been reduced to 1750 dirhams recently oh okay uh, ap- approximately 1750 um so uh there will obviously be a rationalization of government service fees and uh, levies mm mm-hmm. in the advent of a corporate tax or any other taxes now okay. uh, the uae government has already announced that it is undertaking a review of the existing government levies okay so that certain portion of that cost of doing business in the uae can be offset so that's fascinating so you're saying that while there will be an introduction of a new statutory tax there will be a rationalization of other expenses that a business currently has generally, to a certain extent yes. of course Gen- generally the governments all across the world try to minimize the impact of the cost burden on a business or an individual and of course uae has announced it it was announced not too long ago that they are reassessing you know and will rationalize rationalize uh, government fees and service charges now coming to the other uh, you know aspect of the question that you asked me is is tax good for you so tax is definitely good for the economy as a whole okay right uh whenever you have a, a regulatory structure you have tax transparency you have a, a a tax structure in a particular jurisdiction this boosts investor conf, con, con, confidence uh what i mean is that in the absence of a regulatory framework or a mm-hmm. tax framework a struct in a structured manner um key a uh, decisions or key policy a uh, decisions uh tend to be subject to the two whims and uh, you know uh, two whims of a particular individual or a particular okay. group of in- individuals i see when you have a law right. or when you have a regulatory framework un- under which a business operates it basically boosts investor con- confidence saying that okay this is not subject to a bias it's mm-hmm. an unbiased regulatory a- a- environment in which right. i'm operating 
So in the long run, uh, the economy will become more robust. It will grow. Mm-hmm. And in turn, businesses will get multiple opportunities to grow also. Right. Okay. So uh, this is basically my my my. opinion on how it should work work out they, sh- they there will be a jolt there will be sort of a cul- a culture shock this we saw uh, during 2018 2017 20 uh, you know 18 when excise and vat were uh, right. were uh, were implemented it was rather than people or businesses not willing to pay the tax but a cul- a culture shock that now a tax is levied on us Correct, of course. Once I remember that, those times, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so once we, you know, tied that particular, uh, uh, you know, uh, period of maybe a year or two, uh, uh, you 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 would be able to see the advantages that a corporate tax or further tax regulation brings uh, to uh, the UAE. Right. So, so okay. Singapore is a, is a is an example of something like that, right? I mean, they had Agreed. no tax. Yes. So, so Singapore, you there are many other examples uh, when you have uh, you know smaller countries which sort of go through a life cycle, you know, a life cycle. Mm-hmm. So, uh, during the early days of a country and and i'm i'm not necessarily saying that the ue has followed this but whenever a country sets out on its own right. or begins uh, to grow mm-hmm. it needs investment first right right that's one that's the first part of uh, the life cycle after it needs the uh, after it gets the investment it then needs to regulate business which is growing mm-hmm. that is the second part of a life cycle and then once the jurisdiction matures mm-hmm. right then everything becomes a routine so you have a different set of de- reg- regulations for each life cycle or each stage okay in which a company grows so uh, uh, singapore started off much earlier uh, uh, than uh, uh, the U- the uae so it's somewhere further down uh, you know that uh, particular that stage. cycle right that cycle the uae of course needs to uh, sort of integrate itself with the global economy mm-hmm. and it is going into that uh, direction also okay so now so f- from what we've discussed till now we know the the quantum of tax yeah but we still don't know a lot of details okay um how has it been implemented in the gcc in other countries because can we get some idea of how the tax regulation will look here considering how it's been implemented in other our neighboring countries um so logically speaking uh, uh, uh the gcc itself is one common economic zone we have mm-hmm. a common gcc a customs law we have a common G- gcc vat a framework we have a common gcc excise of framework so definitely more likely than not uh, the federal corporate tax law that uh, is to be issued in the ue should somewhere mirror the uh, fundamentals that mm. is eg- existing across the, the gcc as we speak and ksa being the biggest uh, tax ju- jurisdiction in the, the gcc uh, the ue government could borrow uh, a lot of uh, fundamentals from there Okay. Uh, and the intent uh, from that particular tax law but having said that um, uh, based on what we've seen in the uae vat law there are a lot of uh, uh, 
you know uh, aspects that have been borrowed from other tax jurisdictions as well mm-hmm. so what i would expect is a mix okay uh, not a very uh, you know uh, equal mix uh, maybe it could be biased towards uh, the gcc but yes what i would expect is a mix of uh, uh, provisions to be contained in the tax law itself okay and and when is this uh, expected to come into force um so the uh, announcement uh, particularly said that uh, corporate tax will be applicable for financial years beginning on or after 1st june 2023 okay uh, what that basically means is uh, that if your financial year is from say a january to a december mm-hmm. your first tax year will begin on 1st jan 2024 okay with the, your first compliance triggering in 2025 mm-hmm. if your uh, financial year is a uh, july to june and your uh, financial year begins on 1st of july then corporate tax will be applicable to that entity on 1st july 2023 itself okay with the first compliance most compliance most probably triggering in uh, the second half of 2024 so considering that timeline do you think businesses should start preparing for something like that from today um, and if if so how should they go about doing that based on the experience that we had during vat and excise implementation um it is always better to start early mm-hmm. uh um we corporate tax itself is a very complicated uh uh you know concept mm-hmm. right right uh it's basically a tax on your taxable income now taxable income itself is derived uh from uh, by making adjustments to your uh, reported financial earnings right right so the adjustments themselves the positions that you take for those adjustments need time then uh, maybe you require restructuring maybe you uh, require rationalization in the business model that you are doing to come in line and be efficient from a tax uh, a pers- pers- perspective now depending upon your organization size mm-hmm. uh businesses and finance uh, a functions cfos they need to take an informed uh, a decision when they want to start okay because bigger the organization the slower it moves okay the smaller the organization the faster it will move right so if uh, tomorrow uh, an sme were to ask me i would say all right it's fine maybe you should wait for the law but if there was uh, if it was a bigger organization with a lot of stakeholders that need to do things to bring things into line uh, i would uh, recommend to start as soon as possible because we have enough information with us to take educated um, you know uh, uh, take an educated guess for Correct. want of a better word of 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 how the law will be structured mm-hmm. based on experience across the gcc and other tax uh, jurisdictions and at least start laying the groundwork of uh, how corporate tax could be implemented for their organizations okay so i mean you mentioned smes so yeah. as a, if i uh, say i am a small business owner and you mentioned the tax will be on my income yes on my taxable income yes so the first worry that comes to a small business owner is that automatically his income will reduce yes definitely so like in a lot of countries um, there are exemptions 
um, that you can use as deductions to your tax liability. Yep. Will are we expecting provisions like that where whereby uh, certain expenses or certain uh, deductions can be offset against your tax liability? So uh, the FAQs have announced, and the flyer itself has un, 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 un announced a lot of tax incentives that will be contained in the f- corporate tax law. Uh, now, uh, the FAQs, uh, as of now, they don't uh, sort of uh, give you insights into sector-wise or uh, you know line item-wise exemptions or incentives that would be available. The few incentives that have been announced is uh, basically your tax losses mm-hmm. will be allowed to be a, a carry a forward uh, for a certain number of years and uh, set off against future taxable income. Uh, that is one uh, you know incentive that has been announced. It has been announced that capital gains should okay. not be subject to tax in uh, the UAE if it is not a business activity. Okay. Uh, another incentive uh, that has been announced is uh, the fiscal unity, a, a concept where you have uh, say multiple n you know entities under a common a shareholding or connected in such a way mm-hmm. uh, that it uh, becomes administratively easier to f- file one tax return for the entire group. That fis- fiscal unity concept has been uh, you know announced. Uh, a key announcement is uh, basically uh, an exemption for free zone com- companies. Now, as okay. you might be, uh, you know, aware, uh, UAE has I, I I don't know in excess of forty four, forty five uh, free zones. Sure. Yeah. And um, each of these free zones uh, uh, have contain a tax exemption clause. Okay. Right. So what the FAQ says is that the UAE federal corporate tax will honor mm-hmm. any tax exemption committed to a free zone entity by okay. the authority. Okay. Right. So basically the way it will work is um, that all free zone companies subject to meeting all regulatory compliances and not conducting business in the UAE uh, with the UAE mainland mm-hmm should be uh, eligible to claim an exemption for the taxable income. Okay, so so correct me if, if my understanding is correct. If I'm a free zone company, if I'm the owner of a free zone company, and I do f- business inside the free zone only, not with another country, not with the mainland, I am exempt from, I can ask for an exemption on the yes. federal tax so, liability. So, so what it does not mean is that federal corporate tax is not applicable to you. Federal corporate tax is applicable to you. Okay. You will be treated as a taxable entity. However, based on the tax exemption given to you by your free zone authority, it can be anything. It uh, the tax exemption could be for dividends. The tax a- 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 exemption could be for service. Uh, you know, in uh, you know I- you know income. The tax a- exemption could be for goods sold within the f- okay. the free zone. Based on the tax exemption given to you by your free zone authority you will be able to claim an exemption against your taxable uh, uh, you know you know you know income but it certainly does not mean that federal corporate tax is not up, not applicable to you that's i think quite interesting so uh, apart from uh, you know the free zone uh, exemptions that have been uh, you know announced uh, the uh, 
uh, FAQs also talk about uh, individuals, the personal income of individuals not being uh, sub, sub, subject to tax. What it means is uh, basically salary, uh, 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 the salary income or any other type of income which is personal in nature for the individual. It can be a rental, it can be in interest on bank uh, deposits. Okay. This income will not be subject to tax in the UAE. But where an individual is giving services... Okay. Where uh, that individual needs to obtain a trade license in the UAE to to or to operate, such income will be subject to tax in the UAE. Okay. So, so, correct me if I'm wrong. If I'm a business and I have, say, a capital investment, and if I make gains on that, that capital gains is not subject to corporate tax should not be subject to a corporate tax yeah, from our current understanding until yeah. the laws are out if that capital gains is personal in a nature okay if a business or an entity earns capital gains uh, in the uae mm-hmm. then that could be sub sub subject to corporate tax in the uae so I, if i am a business owner and i have investments that is uh, that does not come into the purview of this tax precisely, precisely. okay okay i mean it sounds, uh, I mean, obviously we still have a lot to uh, find out when once the tax laws are out. Is there any timeline when we expect those to be out in detail? So uh, what we've heard is uh, that, uh, you know, the corporate tax law uh, could be out as early as uh, June uh, 2022, mm-hmm. with uh, which will be immediately followed by the implementing regulation. So um, un- unlike, uh, you know, uh, the VAT implementation, you should have enough time or businesses should have enough time to take um, measures to come in line with the law. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, what is the, for a layman's understanding, what is the methodology of calculating this tax? What is the uh, limit up to which there is no tax? And after that, what is the methodology for calculation of tax? Because a lot of us in this jurisdiction are not used to paying taxes. So just for the benefit of our audience, if you can give us a little brief on how it might be calculated. So uh, the computation methodology would be a mercantile one. Mm -hmm. So... um, Sorry, uh, what is a mercantile one? You're going to have to explain I was just about to, uh, you know, explain that. So uh, the mercantile uh, method is uh, based on accruals Mm -hmm. and the cash method is based on uh, actual realization of cash. Okay. So uh, the tax computation will be based on the mercantile method. Um, the, the, the computation methodology will be you will start with the net income mm-hmm. that is reported in your financials. Right. There will be certain disallowances. Mm-hmm. Mostly it would be dep- dep- depreciation as per the accounting standards and there could be dep- depreciation rates uh, uh, in the tax law itself. Mm-hmm. So that is one of the uh, very usual adjustment that we see. Of course. Uh, uh, for corporate tax uh, purposes, so uh, uh, you have a disallowance, then you have specific al, you know, allowances, then you will have specific exemptions, uh, and then you arrive at a taxable income. Okay. From that taxable income, uh, your income, uh, say, after all of the adjustments, you have an income of uh, five hundred, a thousand, mm-hmm. right? So. Out of that, 375,000 would be subject to tax at 0%. Okay. The balance 125,000 would be subject to tax at 9%. Flat. Flat. 
anything over 375000 it's flat 9 is flat 9% yes okay that sounds simple enough um it sounds simple uh, you know enough but it might not be as simple as you think or as uh, most businesses might think because uh, there could be a lot and we have experienced this that there there could be a lot of ambiguities in how the deductions and uh, the d- disallowances are up you know applied um the uh, faqs also speak about uh, uh, you know the net income mm-hmm. that is taken as a base or as a starting point of your tax computation should be arrived at as per applicable international accounting standards which okay. in uh general mean the ifrs accounting uh, uh your standards now in more likely than not in the unregulated uh, uh you know environment that the ue has been till now uh in more likely than not there could be deviations in okay. financial statements themselves okay. from ifrs okay so basically of the first challenge if at all that comes from the fta or the regulator who is the the regulator uh, for corporate tax also uh, could be uh, whether your financials are as per governing accounting standards or not right right uh, since no reporting or no statutory reporting was required for financial statements there is that risk that you know compromises or adjustments were made to the applicability of ifrs for reporting a purposes right now that will not be the case so you're saying audited so okay from my personal experience i come across a lot of businesses that don't even do audits at the moment yes um that is something that they'll have to now start doing yes ideally as soon as possible ideally yes so uh, uh to sort of substantiate and support uh you know the net income mm-hmm. the uh, basically in tec- tec- technical terms we say a profit before tax mm-hmm. uh the net income that is being reported in the financial uh, statements uh and audit uh, though as per the faq is not mandatory as of now mm-hmm. but they will need to uh, start making uh, their uh, financials as per ifrs and of course having them audited by an independent uh, advisor or an auditor so is that uh not just the it's not just the tax component a lot of businesses will also look at this as an expense tax compliance itself is also sometimes looked at as an expense yes. but in the long run from my understanding this will only legitimize their business and make it uh easier to transact globally because the because most i i come across people who who want to do business outside but they just just don't seem to be prepared and something like this a law like this will force you to uh prepare for an environment which is regulated which will automatically be seen as something more robust by outside entities as well probably um definitely so from an investment perspective if i were to uh, speak mm-hmm. uh let's assume that i am in uh, say uh located in the uk and mm-hmm. i want to invest in uh, your business which is located in the uae and you present to me financial statements right which are unaudited right my risk perception increases at that point of time correct automatically yes right then let's take another scenario that you present to me financial statements 
which are not as per internationally accepted accounting standards though my risk perception might not be as high as the unaudited uh, uh, you know financial statements still my risk perception will be quite high because it is not as per ifrs because i cannot rely on the numbers or the amounts exactly. that have been reported in that statement but if you give me audited ifrs compliant financial statements my risk perception lowers immediately immediately because i can trust the amounts that have been uh, reported in those financial uh, statements however along with that mm-hmm. if i get a corporate tax a return that this number has been reported to the regulator in uh, the uh, in uh, the the U- uae my reliance on your uh, reported uh, numbers increases correct because then it's it's not just a number that i've put on paper Precisely. it's it's something i've paid tax on yes that that means it is an actual income yes that's i think i think i see it as a positive of uh, course uh, of course because even in my business i uh, in order to verify financials i come across unaudited or audited financials which don't conform to any standards and it becomes difficult to verify those figures in any in any way so i think that it will be really helpful for all of us um definitely and and uh, apart from uh, you know uh, giving you a reliance on the amounts mm-hmm. the tax framework itself sort of will rationalize uh, you know bona fides or will establish the bona fides of the economy as a whole right right because till now uae was taxing only one side of the spectrum correct now it will be taxing the whole uh, a spectrum right which definitely will be subject to oversight on the whole e- economy as such so tax transparency is a big you know reason mm-hmm. why uh, these measures are being are uh, taken uh, and uh, of course uh, based uh, on the commitments that the ue has to the oecd in implementing the global minimum tax which would have been uh, due next year mm-hmm. um this was inevitable right so i mean does that also make the economy uh more robust in the sense will today if i am transacting with another business in the region for me now knowing that they are doing the regulatory requirements they are conforming to the rules and regulations of the country automatically gives me more comfort in dealing with them yes definitely so cross border transactions uh, up till now uh, in the absence of tax say uh, in one of the con- con- countries always had the risk that profits would be shifted from the taxable country to the uh, non taxed or the low taxed uh, jurisdiction uh with a ue uh, uh, coming up with a corp- corp- corporate tax now though not commensurate to the rates that are prevalent mm-hmm. uh, uh um in the gcc itself or at least in the the middle east uh, re- region uh, ue is still the lowest corporate tax rate uh, in uh, one of the lowest corporate tax rates in the world so uh but it does reduce the risks of mm-hmm. cross border uh, uh your no transactions at least from a government policy a perspective okay. that if it is not taxed in one jurisdiction it will be uh, somewhere or somewhat taxed in the other jurisdiction
addiction um another uh, uh, which reminds me that another uh, you know measure that is announced or another incentive that has been announced in the faqs is that cross uh, border transactions that if say if i were to uh, deal with uh, saudi arabia correct uh, and i'm earning income from saudi arabia my income is subject to a tax withholding in saudi arabia mm-hmm. now uh, the tax withholding that is that has been uh, done at the saudi arabia level would be available as a set off against my corporate tax liability in the uae which is known as foreign tax accredit okay eftc right so even that is part of the incentives that i was uh, talking about so you're saying with those incentives it could reduce your tax liability as a whole um definitely so apart from the incentives that i spoke about uh, this and what what i'm about to say now uh, is not uh, has not been announced as such but you can reasonably expect specific sector specific industry uh, a specific incentives that will be brought into the law now the most common uh, I- I- incentives we see is research and development expenses mm-hmm. right so if you have r&d ex you know expenses you could uh, the the uae government could incentivize that and uh, you know they they could give you an equivalent additional deduction for the r&d expenses that you have done um, there could be reinvestment exemptions mm-hmm. that if you reinvest into the business to grow Right. that means you don't take out the your, uh, you know the funds as a dividend or any other cash repatriation and you reinvest that funds into the business you could get an exemption for that okay so uh, there could be sec- uh, sector uh, specific uh, you know i- incentives for heavy industry for the oil and gas uh, uh, you know allied uh, industry because oil and gas mm-hmm. would still be subject to emirate level uh, uh, taxation okay Uh, but the banks will move to uh, the federal corp 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 tax okay so uh, sector specific uh, incentives also could be uh, given but we need to wait and watch for more information on that but the the r&d and the the reinvestment part i think is quite interesting that that means if the money is used for purposes like innovation for reinvesting in the same economy in the same country automatically it it helps the economy as grow a whole faster yeah. grow faster yeah, i think that and and with uh, with uh, the impetus uh, that uh, the uae government puts on innovation mm-hmm. uh, i don't think it would be a surprise if something uh, on these lines make their way into the corporate tax law oh that's nice so since we're talking about all tax how much money are we expected or how much money is the uae government expecting to make from uh, the corporate tax is there a number that uh, experts have uh, filed or is there something that you have in mind that you think is a reasonable estimate of the corporate tax income the ue government can make um so it becomes very difficult to estimate uh, government revenue mm-hmm. in the absence of a base of course as i said or as you said that uh, you know reporting of financial uh numbers mm-hmm. uh for a large part of the ue market mm-hmm. is not mandatory right that information is not available uh, with uh, at least in the public uh, domain correct so uh, putting a number on it or an estimate in the absence of base information becomes very difficult but if i were to uh, 
put in a guess for want of a better word again uh, i would say the ua government can hope or maybe target uh, between 8 to 10 billion ad okay. in the first year itself that sounds of, of application now now the calculation of that 8 to 10 billion ad would also be staggered over a period because you will have some tax years beginning on the 1st of uh, july uh, uh 2023 you'll have another set of uh, tax years beginning on the 1st of october 2023 okay. mm. you'll have a third set beginning on the 1st of jan 2024 you'll have a fourth set beginning on the 1st of april 2024 mm. so uh for the first couple of years uh putting a number to an estimated annual revenue is very very difficult but uh, it could be somewhere in this range okay okay I think uh yeah that's that's a that's a good guess I'm guessing. So um I'm being you, as conservative as I can sir. No no I it's <laughs> always uh, when it comes to money I tell people to be conservative when you when you're estimating anything because at the end of the day it's an estimate. So yes. it's always best to be conservative in that. Can you shed some light on tax treaties? This is something that we come across a lot of times mm. and from my understanding we the UAE already has a lot of tax treaties. So in that case how does it affect corporate tax as uh, you know i mean uh, as a whole so uh, tax treaties do not affect uh, the domestic tax laws per se okay a tax treaty is basically an agreement between two tax jurisdictions to avoid double taxation so in it uh, in many scenarios mm-hmm. a particular income say earned in uh, saudi arabia could be subject to tax in saudi arabia mm-hmm. and when that income is brought into the uae right. comes into the uae it could be subject to tax also in the uae okay let me give you a, a simple example uh now uh the way the faqs have been uh, the uae federal corporate tax a- faqs are worded uh the worldwide taxable income of tax residents in the uae would be taxable here okay right but i could have owned income through services i gave in saudi arabia right now saudi arabia has a right to tax that income because you earned that income in saudi arabia and for simplicity sake you incur 10% corporate tax there sure when you bring that income back into the ue that will be subject to a 9% corporate tax here as well okay because you are tax resident here in the ue that doesn't sound right though <laughs> no it can happen So tax treaties sort of make the rules mm. that what are the taxing rights of each entity so it might say that Saudi Arabia cannot tax this at 10% mm. the maximum Saudi Arabia can tax it is at 1 up a percent okay and then that tax paid in Saudi Arabia would be available as a tax credit back in the UAE okay so it sets out the taxing rights of cross border trans tran- transactions between two tax jurisdictions dictions it's a mutual bilateral agreement okay um there are standard templates available mm-hmm. from the OECD from the UN and for, uh, there is another model known as the US and most US tax treaties are based on the US tax uh, model most treaties across the world are based on the uh, OECD uh, tax treaty uh, okay. m- model which is more uh, equal to both the uh, countries so that is the basic function of a tax uh, a, a treaty um, to access a tax 
treaty, the fundamental document that is required is a tax residency certificate mm-hmm. from one of the uh, you know uh, con- countries which are uh, under the tax a treaty to avail a tax treaty benefit. Okay, that sounds uh, yeah a lot a lot. Uh, there's so tell tell us how do you add value uh, in your business to to entities who need help with uh, with uh, tax implementation. So uh, the value that we add is uh, we sort of try to guide uh, businesses in the UAE in the right uh, direction, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it's not merely about, uh, you know, giving you technical jargon that you don't uh, understand in the first place. It's about walking with you through the process itself. Okay. So any implementation and, uh, you know, most businesses in the UAE might have realized this during uh, an excise implementation or a VAT I- I implementation that the entire Im- implementation is a process in itself. Mm-hmm. Every stage, you need to take a call, you need to take a d- d- decision on what needs to be done going uh, forward. Okay. So our value proposition is that we walk with you from beginning till the end try to uh, you know fit your business as efficiently as possible into the tax law that is going to be announced or has been announced or is going to be implemented uh, uh, having that due regard to business uh, sensitivities uh, what we do for clients is uh, we from a direct tax perspective we have a whole spectrum of or or, 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 or a whole palette of services that we can offer mm-hmm. uh, from international tax to corporate tax to transfer pricing and uh, while I'm on the subject of transfer pricing uh, the FAQs also say that uh, you know any related party tran- tran- transactions mm-hmm. uh, within the group of companies should confirm to OECD transfer pricing guidelines so that's another compliance that will come and another aspect that most people, most businesses must uh, take uh, note of. Okay. Because transfer pricing, documentation can be extremely um, complicated based on the methodologies given under law. So I we still need to wait what the, the actual law will say about transfer pricing, but yes, transfer pricing uh, should be good. And on top of that, uh, big groups should also take care that uh, they might need to give due consideration to the applicability of global minimum tax because those provisions will all, all also be there in the corporate tax law. Well, that sounds like we have uh, enough material for a few more episodes. Um, definitely, because each aspect that I'm talking about, uh, if we were to delve into it uh, adequately, we, we, we would need at, at least an hour each. Right. Well, thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today and giving us your your views on corporate tax. We really appreciate that. A pleasure to be here. Thank you. Thank you.